Good morning. This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, May the 4th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are He, Dalet, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of Counsel, and along with that, we're also honoring the first thunder, the little things. Now, some of you may not know about the seven thunders, but this was a revelation that Apostle Aaron had received here at Gates of Zion, and it was about the seven thunders that were found inside of Revelation. And the first one that Yahweh revealed to Apostle Aaron was the little things. Now, I believe Ian Clayton also has seven thunders that are slightly different from, from what these are, and so these can be on a very, very personal level. But I love this because it was something Apostle F. Nolan Ball, which was Apostle Aaron's apostle, had talked about before he crossed over to uh, glory, if you will. And that was the fact of taking care of the little things and taking care of the of the tiny little things, because really the truth is, is just the little things, the little choices that really have an outlying effect across all of our lives. And truth be told, one of the main Hebraic concepts that I have seen as a repetition throughout has been this place of cause and effect. In other words, a choice that we make will then have an effect to that choice. And the little things being a a very, very vital part of that. The declaration today reads this, The breath of Yahweh in me, portals to realms and dimensions, sight around corners to our original intent. Now, it's funny that we're uh, talking about hay today, and there's a portion of hay that I want to focus on today specifically. And I know you're probably hearing some noise in the background, which you normally don't hear. And I'm, I'm actually excited that it's going on because we're having some work done at our home right at the moment. And we've got some people out there that are some good people that we know and, and uh, trust well that are out there currently working on, on our front door. And of course, you're hearing the some of the pounding and stuff that's going on. But the portion of, of the living letters that I want to talk about today really talks about hay and something other than the breath. We've talked a good bit about the, uh, the hay representing that place of the breath. But see, one of the other things that hay also represents is framing. In other words, it frames, it gives a grid work to Uh, what we say so that our words have matter, our words have sustenance, sustenance or substance. Actually, it it, it really refers back to that place of now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Well, how is that the case? It's because our words have substance to them. And uh, so I want to talk about this framing aspect of hay and how it does set up this, this grid work, if you will, to be able to build upon. So it was funny, I was talking to a good friend of mine uh, yesterday, and we were talking about actually the, the, uh, the theory of everything, I believe is what the current term for that is. And that's the uh, bringing together of both Einstein's theory of relativity, as well as the quantum theory, which the two worlds appear to be exactly opposite. And one of the things that we talked about was specifically the, the Higgs boson particle. And I know this is, seems like a funny uh, funny thing to talk about during a, a podcast, but you'll see where it connects even with the living letter Hey, 
because I see that that both the the word, the living letters, and science agree with one another. They agree. They don't disagree. They actually agree when we're willing to look beyond the empirical data that we can actually write down on a piece of paper that there are connections that go beyond. Remember, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And that includes the science that causes all of this to work. Okay, let me get back to the point. Specifically about the Higgs boson. And one of the the current reigning theories about the Higgs boson or the Higgs field is that the moment that the Big Bang occurred was the moment that, and the moment it exploded, that literally a framework or a grid work was laid across the expanse of eternity or expanse of the cosmos. And again, remember, we're still, a science at least, is still trying to find the, the borders of that, of that known universe. Well, good luck. How can you measure the expanse of Almighty Yahweh himself when Yahweh took of himself and placed our creation inside of him? So it's the concept of Zimzum. And the, so it's, it's going to be impossible to be able to, to measure the width or the height, or the breadth, or the depth of not only the love that Yahweh has for us, but even the very cosmos that he has placed us into inside of himself. And so they believe that this frame framework was instantly put into place. I believe the framework was already there, truth be told. They're just going by the current, you know, I'm just going by the current uh, thought process when it comes to the, to that, uh, uh, current uh, ideas behind what they believe is true, but uh, in this framework, I'm thinking about the, the about Job, and when Job and Yahweh were talking back and forth, this was after all of his friends had been talking to him, and Job and Yahweh were talking back specifically. And there's a portion in Job, I believe it's in the t chapter 20 ish, 22, 23 ish, some 24, somewhere around in that area, where. Yahweh is talking to Job and he asks him this question. He says, where were you when I laid the tapestry or laid the curtains? Or um, I'm not looking at the scripture per se right at the moment. This is straight off of the hip and straight off of, of, of straight from Holy Ghost kind of thing. But there's a portion in there that talks about where were you when I hung the curtains, if you will, of, of creation or hung uh, uh, creation into, into its place. And to me, that represents or it sounds an awful lot like the Higgs field that science is now talked about in being that place. Well, what does that cause? Why are we talking about the Higgs field? Why are we talking about when Yahweh told Job, where were you when I laid the foundations of, of the very cosmos and the very universe that you live in? Well, to me, it makes perfect sense when you look at it from the perspective of the living letter, hey, because again, hey talks about framework. It talks about building something that is able to withstand adding things to that, like like walls or a ceiling or, a, or doors and that sort of thing. You have to frame out a door to be able to have a door. Remember, the second living letter we're honoring today is Dalet. And so just like they're working on my front door right now and trying to get that to where it's, it can work a little bit better, because currently it, it's not shutting very well, then this framework and the adjustment of that framework helps for that door to be able to work exactly as it was intended to work. In other words, you know, when it comes time for me to shut the door, I can shut the door and be able to lock. 
both the upper and the lower lock in that case, so that I can not allow something to come in or not allow something to go out. Or I can open the door wide where I can allow something to come in or someone to come in, or I can allow someone or something to go out. And so that framework establishes the ability for things to be able to work at their best and work as they were intended to be. And sometimes that means taking a little bit of time to tweak, to look at the way that I'm framing something up with my words. You see, part of the reason why hey is so important is that this framework that is being laid out is the framework of our own words. That is what creates that framework that it's built against. Then the substance of the words themselves are able to attach to that framework. You see, Yahweh, when he spoke into creation and he said, let there be light and let there be the earth, the moon and the stars and let there be waters above and waters below and let there be, let there be, let there be. The moment that he spoke, his words created the framework where then the world could be put into place and put into motion and allowed to then be able to grow from there. So I guess you can see today, because in Hay, we've got this framing. Dalet, we've got the door and being able to make sure that this door is working appropriately. And Resh, Resh gives us the opportunity to be able to see around corners to our original intent. Well, how do we see around those corners? Well, we know what those corners are because we establish them with our own words. Remember, we set up the framework. We can see what's ahead. So go today, build your door, build your place of hay, and frame up your world.